welcome to today's edition of Collisions YYC. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. On today's episode, I sit down with Miss Judy Fairburn. To call Judy a change maker in our city would be an understatement. She's an engineer. She holds an MBA. She's actively involved and sits on multiple boards across the oil and gas and technology sector. She sits on the board of Meg Energy, Tundra Oil and Gas, Viram, and PureWeb. She actively is a supporter and is currently heavily involved with Calgary Economic Development, the Business Council of Alberta, and Creative Destruction Labs. Judy gives us a very, a very transparent insights into her own journey to moving from oil and gas into technology and the need for personal transformation and what lessons we can learn when we hold that up against Calgary. She shares her personal mission to bring women off the sidelines, bring them into the business sector, make them feel supported with their startups, give them access to capital, teach them how to bring their capital to bear in the market and more, through being a mentor and creating a network. Judy's a fantastic lady and shows us a very candid and very honest discussion on how she sees the future of Calgary unfolding. Join me in welcoming Judy Fairburn. Let's set a little context about you, your background, your, you know, where do you fit into the Calgary ecosystem? Are you a, Cal- are you a Calgarian yourself? Give us just a little bit of history without going too far into detail. You bet. Um, I was actually born in Calgary. Oh, one of the rare few. Yes. I have one here in my presence. <laughs> I'm an import. I come from, I come from the East. But, and it is rare to meet people because I think Calgary has been such a great place for bringing people together from all different parts of the world. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, born here, um, dual engineering degrees at University of Calgary. I've been other places, but that's my roots. Okay. And uh, in terms of, uh, um, I'm an engineer by background. Uh, obviously, did that at a time that wasn't pretty, that was uh, a bit novel to do that as, as a woman. Um, oh, interesting. have a lot of field okay. roots um, um, and, uh, as an engineer and all the way up to uh, you know, fairly extensive C-suite experience. Um, and uh, in terms of the energy sector, I've kind of done it all. Okay. <laughs> um, from gas, oil refining, oil sands, lived up uh, in, in Fort McMurray as a kid. Um, my dad worked uh, for the very first oil sands projects, and I've worked through the different decades since. So, so literally, it it's, been, it's been in your DNA since the beginning. It, it has, and I'm an incredibly curious person, and uh, I um, always like to take on um, challenges that somebody else hasn't sort of had to del- deal with before. Uh, one of the th- things that's interesting uh, back in the 90s, late 90s, um, it was neat to work with a group of people, lead a group of people that right from the bench right through up to uh, to the field and demonstrating it. We developed technology that I'm really proud to say many others have improved it since then, though it is responsible for one-third of the reduction in carbon um, from oil sands mining now. Oh, so, fantastic. Yeah, and so when, when you when you developed that back in the 90s, was, was, that, was that a byproduct or was that the intent of the project to actually make that reduction? Or did it happen? Because sometimes things happen as a byproduct of something Yeah, else. no, it's interesting. I mean, back at that point in time, um, I've always had a bit of a, a thread to me about how do you do this and that for success? Oh, okay. And throwing together, you know, people from different walks of life. But in that case, um, the project had to be economically competitive. And we now see it's possible to be even greener through, to do both. through new innovations. To do both. And so, uh, uh, it, yeah, it, uh, that innovation helped uh, the project at that point in time save probably almost 20% of its capex. Uh, as, well as, as, as well as meeting other... And now, yeah. now we see the benefit as yes. well uh, on the environmental side. And I always like those, you know, throughout my career, finding those places that you can have a, a, a win in a couple of different fronts. Well, because you're kind of, you know, not to throw the 5X, 10X order, but you're multiplying your, your, your results by, by hitting different pillars. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm, I found myself, you know, being a real champion is just... A champion of innovation is just absolutely central to me. 
um, and this this bit about in, the, in this day and age now, it's uh, I'm a real champion and anything in my thread I do around um, at Calgary's economic resurgence and okay. uh, in particular women entrepreneurs. But you know, and that comes from as I look back at what I've done over almost 30 years in my career. I'm a serial co-founder. I love to mix together almost magical business partnerships. So a couple of the other interesting. Things. Okay, I like the I like the serial co-founder. I've never, okay, yeah. <laughs> In a positive way. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Yeah, I'm world taking it only as positive. That's 100. percent One of the one of the other things that, that I'm proud of is um, that this comes from the classic um, uh, having drinks with uh, an entrepreneur and drawing on a napkin. He's the cla- yes. yeah, yep. classic. Actually, yeah, yeah, but, the classic. Uh, yeah. Myself and an entrepreneur from Vancouver uh, co-founded what's called Evoke Innovations, and uh, it's uh, and pulled in um, co- um, in a couple of. Uh, energy companies from Calgary at very senior levels to fund this and have a $100 million fund. And uh, and it's neat because it's bringing unique solutions from entrepreneurs to key challenges here in Calgary. It's been running for a number of years now. Specifically into the oil and gas sector? It, yeah, okay. into the oil and yeah. gas sector. Yes. And, you know, one of the companies that uh, has been... Has been very successful there. They've already got a track record of and this. Is, this gets at this, you know, this win on multiple levels kind of level of, of improving productivity of a whole bunch of suite of energy, you know, oil wells. Okay. Sorry, oil and gas wells by 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 twenty percent reducing cost by twenty percent, but reducing flaring greenhouse gases by seventy percent too. And what I'm also really proud of with with uh, this entity at Vogue Innovations is they're also investing in in local companies here too. Okay. Um, and uh, Osprey, as as an example, helping companies reduce environmental and safety risks and, and money. You know, again, pulling those things together. Um, I really care about about us being able to leverage the ingenuity of what goes on in this city and our entrepreneurs to help our local larger businesses and enterprises as well, and telling more of those kinds of stories. Um, so those type of initiatives, obviously, lately, I feel like the last couple of years, and we're going to touch on that, like Calgary needs to transform, we need to do things differently. But it sounds like you were involved in some of those initiatives long before almost, like I say, quote unquote, had to. Like it's become trendy to be involved with those initiatives in the last kind of three years. Sounds like that was from your evolution of your career, something that you've been involved in kind of from the get-go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, some of the things I'm talking about here um, started almost a decade ago. I mean, the other one, too, is proud to be one of the co-founders of uh, COSIA, Canada's Oil Sands Innovation Alliance. Okay. We, you know, we, we got rolling on that one in 2011. Um, and uh, Before things had taken it, yeah. Yeah, before and at that point, I mean, I, I admire the foresight of the CEOs that we worked with at the time that saw that it was way better for us to collaborate to improve uh, environment and accelerate that and reduce fresh water and land impact and greenhouse gas. And that set actually a model that has been used globally um, called OGCI that a whole bunch of the super huge energy companies are doing over there now. So to see models that start in Calgary and then go globally, um, that's really happening. And, and we've been there for a while and it's kind of an untold story. Um, I think it's very much an untold story, which is why we're kind of sitting yeah, here today exactly, is to tell it. Exactly. So here we are, absolutely. And I want to pivot to a bit of another area before we get to your question on transformation. Okay. Um, one of the other areas I've thought I've found that, that that works is it works to you know partner up with people you don't likely partner up with. I think I've given an okay. example there already yep. around entrepreneurs from Vancouver. Ooh, you know, and what could they have in common with us over here? <laughs> and energy companies working together, um, you know, on the environment. But the other thing that, that I did back about 15, 16 years ago is uh, 
uh, had the opportunity to be the first private sector executive to go right into the nerve center of the federal government in Canada. And, um, and that came in the days um, when, uh, gee, uh, West and East didn't really understand each other. <laughs> do, do, do we understand each other a lot better now? Anyways, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. I'm like, okay. But, but, but it was amazing building bridges opportunity, one of the most entrepreneurial things I've ever done in my career. I go in, I'm an engineer with an MBA. Um, and, from uh, the West. From, from the, the West. From, from the oil patch. And I, I go in to work with people on that different side of the university background. Social sciences, yes. arts, and here I am. It's like the left and right like, coming together. Exactly, like, uh, and I learned so much in terms of how to how to break down complex issues, and and I have tons of respect for 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 what you do and the like for us to be able to tell the stories and, and position it. Had the chance when I was there to to work on um, how do we make innovation better in Canada? How do we help great ideas turn into uh, in, into impact. Okay. Uh, and, what was the timeline? And, How long ago was that? That's what uh, I left there in 24. I was there for not quite a year. Um, okay. In uh, 2003 04. 2003 04. Okay. So yeah. a long, yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. We're talking about these, like, you could have said everything that you just said, and that could be current now and in need now. Right. But they've been going on for a long time. And again, we just don't know about them or feel that there's some resentment that they haven't been happening, but it's just not the case. Mm. Uh, it, it, it happens. You have to keep at it. I mean, I, yeah, yes, I, you have to and, keep at it. It's and, not, it's and, not and, a one and done. It, no, and it's and I'm also you know honored to be a recent you know past chair of Alberta Innovate. So that's the entity in in, in Alberta, um, the government that works really hard at all facets um, with university researchers, entrepreneurs, larger companies, and health, agricultural, energy, digital sectors, all towards helping them build successful businesses. And we mesh together all of those together. It used to be many separate entities into one. I've so a real creative stew. For now, a real creative stew hired a, a, a very dynamic CEO from Austin, Texas. Why Austin? Because they kind of live through what Calgary's living yes. through. And we're not the first. We're not the first ones to go right, through this right. type of a. Of yeah. a, of a, of a and, and in terms of evolving from a one sector, primarily one sector base, to 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 much more. Um, um, multiple sectors and, and digitally integrated uh, More into on the, the 21st world. century. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. into the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of a bit of background into now. A year and a half ago, I decided, hey, I'm going to follow some of my own dream and amazing things, and I really appreciate all I've done in, in the energy sector as a senior executive. Um, I'm going to go out there and disrupt myself and, and into my dreams. And so I'm a keen, continue to be a very keen builder of ventures. I've really, my biggest compliment to me now is when my friends in the, and we'll call it more the tech sector, okay. say to me, they include me as one of them. That's one of the biggest compliments. Like I love my yeah. energy roots and I'm a board director of energy companies and digital tech companies. And it is so, what you can do when you are meshing the two of those together and opportunities and connecting them, because our, our sectors in this city um, agriculture, energy, you know, logistics, whatever, they can all benefit from working closely, more closely with our tech sector to make us more efficient, um, you know, also those that do environmental technologies, more sustainable, because that's what, that's what it takes to be built to last. And right. I am so passionate about our companies and our economy here, here being built to last. A hundred percent, because we're not looking for, this isn't, you know, the reason we've got here is because we need to look at long-term change and it's not the quick fixes and the quick, right. like, high right. turn, like, oh, this is great, it's got a big buzz, yeah. what's going to pull 5, 10, 15, 20 years? Yeah. So with that question, I think we, like, what is transformation? We're talking about it. 
what pockets, what are we doing well? Like, where do you see this happening? Because you're in it, you're breathing it, you're making it happen. So what are some examples that maybe someone like myself, we don't, I don't know about or I'm not seeing that's going on where this thing is really, yeah. we're doing it. Cool. So I want to take a step back for a moment on the word transformation. Okay. Um, uh, I actually don't use that word. Okay. And I'll tell you why. It's a bit buzzy. We bring it in it's for a, a reason. Yeah, yeah. We bring it in I, for I a reason. I don't use it. And I, I'm an innovator. I've done, I've led a lot of change over the years. And, and, um, Change is a step-by-step journey. Yeah, you have to have an ultimate goal of where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't happen from, yay, I'm here and I'm going to beam me up Scotty and be there <laughs> in terms of the future is here yeah. now, right? It is a journey, step-by-step. And, and you know, I think about digital and, and you know, God, I can't, you know, I remember doing my MBA and thinking, that's when BlackBerry was just coming together. I won't tell you how many years ago that was. But oh, I think we but, can all do Yeah, we all know. But we're not going to get there. Nice, yeah. and, and, and I thought, well, wouldn't it be really cool if we could have our email and a phone and on the same device? And then, that would be wow. Very, that would be very that'd cool. That would be really cool, right? Might even be so a game changer. This was 2000. That's, you know, 19 years ago. And think about every friggin' device that has been displaced. We don't need alarm clocks anymore. No, it's all, it's literally, My yeah, kids yeah. practicing their piano, they don't need a metronome anymore, right? Yeah, they it's just set their phone on up there. on top they of They just the set their phone yeah. up. That, that was one of their big justifications for why they needed a phone. But anyway. <laughs> We're always selling, always selling. Mom, seriously, listen, this is why I need this. But digital, um, I mean, it's all, all of this, these things here, they're changing the way we uh, live, obviously, but where we work too. And so if I think about, a lot of times these days you hear about the word digital transformation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really about, um, we have, you know, changing the way we work, integrating all of that I- into how we work. And we have, and I, I, to make it super, super practical, um, if I'm a field worker out there, and great examples with some companies I worked with, um, they want to have something that makes their job easier. And, and when, you know, step by step here, okay, fine, let's, let's find a mobile app that lets them optimize some equipment they're doing so they don't have to drive around as much. Mm-hmm. Um, step by step by there, it all starts to come in and we become more efficient. And then lo and behold, you look, just like my example of the smartphone, ahead a number of years and why we work very much different. So, mm-hmm. you know, transformation to me is almost like a looking backwards and you get and I think the pace you know of change is is amazing so uh, we may probably won't, won't see that you know much time frame between one right. you know imagine a smartphone to it, to it being there but but it's not just an instant journey I think it, I think it's interesting a theory I heard I'll just sidebar for a quick second it was called the end of history phenomenon and they said if you ask someone how much do you think you'll change in the next 10 years? They'll be like, no, no, like I'm kind of who I am. Like I've arrived. But then you say the same question, the same person, you say, how much you've changed in the last 10 years? They're like, oh my God, like I'm a completely different person. Like you said, I love transformation when you look backwards because you look forward, you're like, well, we're kind of here. This is the way it's going to be, but this too shall pass. But if you're putting one step in front of the other, like those last 10 years, that's an interesting way to look at it. Transformation from a review mirror perspective. Mm. And I, and I think I just want to build on this a little bit more. I, um, I'm very pleased to be, if you talk, and we'll get more into to things that are going on that, that are great for people to know about in the city. Um, I'm what's called a fellow, which is really a manger, mentor, active mentor, okay. an angel investor in the Creative Destruction Lab. And that's a, um, a mashup of um, senior business leaders, um, people that have built incredibly significant businesses with scientists, 
with really cool startups, generally that have a science or tech, technology background. Typically with CDL, it has a technology yeah. bent in some way. Yes, that's, exactly. what I, that's what I understand. So, so really briefed of that. And, and, there, you know, and the focus there is on really helping startups that could have massive potential, massive... That's one of the criteria. They yeah. have the opportunity for exactly. exponential growth. Exactly, exactly. How long have you been involved in CDL? Two years. How long has CDL been in Calgary? Two years. Okay, that's what I thought. So okay, I wasn't yeah. there the exact uh, first yeah. day, but I uh, came in not too long afterwards. And, and, and it, is, it is one of the, the most significant meetups in this city. I have a few friends that have done some, yeah. had, had, had exits, and then now they're involved and in kind of looking of where they can become that fellow role. Right. And I've heard some pretty, pretty neat stories out of the CDL, like being sitting in that room. Mm -hmm. So, so I, think, I think about transformation. I think about the impact. And I'll mention a couple of other really significant things that are going on, too. Um, that that... Um, mashup is having uh, on this city and in, in, in bringing together very experienced business leaders, again, some of them from the energy sector, right with tech. There, that's magic, you know, and that just propels even more to happen step by step in, in the city. Just by even exposing yourself to yeah. that and what you bring back. Mm. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, the whole collision is the whole name of this podcast. Exactly. Is exactly that. Exactly. Things only happen when you collide different perspectives together. And so that, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, and, and for me, innovation's all about collision. I mean, the way I define innovation drawn from from kind of some official OECD definitions, but um, it's about, it's about um, particularly new technologies, new ways, ideally through collisions that, um, and it can be different business models, ways to work with customers, etc. But it only becomes an innovation when it's implemented and creates value for someone. Ah, uh, that's, you're right. That's a really nice way to bring it to something. Right. Because speaking of other buzzwords that get thrown around, innovation yeah. is like on, on almost every second set of corporate values yeah. I see. Exactly. And the other thing but that I Only when it comes together can it truly be an to, innovation. To be innovation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and I think the other buzzword that gets thrown out there a lot is disruption. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we talk, we talk transformation for a moment. Let's talk disruption. And I, 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 I think... Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of change. <laughs> I mean, I look at even, you know, what my parents would have started on um, when they were first growing up to what it is, is now. And, uh, and uh, uh, if they looked back, they never could have predicted it. Uh, and the pace of change is only getting faster. I, you know, if I'm looking forward now for a moment in terms of disruption, we've obviously encountered it a lot in this city already. Um, there's an RBC research report, Royal Bank, at... Uh, that, and it's really pointing to the importance of lifelong learning, which I'd love to get into a little more in, in our conversation today. Predicting that more than a quarter of the jobs, um, Canadian jobs, will be heavily disrupted in the decade ahead. I mean, they'll, you know, and that about half of those jobs will probably require very different skills than we do now. The, the need to be adaptable and the need to be able to pivot as an, like, let's just talk back to you said, as the individual level. Forget exactly. about the corporate level or the exactly. national or, or, or city level, municipal. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. And, and so... Um, I think, you know, love to just delve a little more into here uh, when we come up, come up around that mindset of lifelong learning. Yes. Um, well, for yourself, like you said, you're, you're going through, a dis you've self-disrupted. Exactly. Because yeah. you identified the world and said, okay, this is, you know, what you, what you, yeah. what got you here won't get you there. There's all those metaphors right. and analogies to say. So what was the real impetus for, did, did something hit you or was it just a, like, was it slow and then all of a sudden, or did you have a moment? Cause you know, in Calgary, all of a sudden we had a downturn and that's causing us to have these conversations. They, we, sh we technically, sh I say, should have been having them anyways. <laughs> um, it was building because I've done a lot of things. I think one of the most important things you can do is be curious um, continuing to learn, and I, 
I was exposed a lot to things going on outside of Calgary. Because you were out and you had, your, you, had your, you had your head up looking at I had stuff. Had my head up. You, and, you, uh, you collided, if you will, into other a ideas. A lot. And, and spent enough time down in California. Okay. Um, you know, um, Peter Diamandis has been here and done talks at different times, Singularity University. Um, and granted, you know, quite out there. Uh, but, but he had, you know, he's got um, guys there that spoke, uh, Ray Kurzweil, who Bill Gates regards as the best predictor of the future. And, you know, he was coming at us with what could be quite possible in just the 2030s. Um, around brain chips, you know, inter- chips in our brains that will absolutely the integration between yeah. technology exactly. and humans, yes, and humans, yeah. Yeah. and and how it's like we'll almost have the cloud access to the cloud right in our brain. And, and you can, and, it's hard and to that's conceive. what singularity is, you yeah. know, that so, together. Like you said, just how much are these pieces of technology we have? As I look around the room yeah. on our phones, has amplified our ability to learn, to move, to change. Yeah. What's that next level? It, right, and week, ex- weeks become hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and that exponential change. So it it put together it put to me as a degree of sense of urgency to to immerse myself more in in um, where things were going, and particularly to the benefit of Calgary, and so that's why I really felt it was important to to disrupt myself a year and a half ago to be a driver and catalyst um, um, for bringing um, the future um, and and meshing that up with Calgary. Um, I'm, you know, proud to be involved. Uh, the, the city's strategy, Calgary and the new economy. Mm-hmm. That's about modernizing our existing sectors, building new sectors, and absolutely essential. And um, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of, well, we need something completely new. I think we also, there's a huge opportunity to bring along the industries that are already here and well-established. Absolutely. This whole, like, let's forget about that and move over here. I don't agree. I, I, don't, I think that's very problematic thinking. <laughs> right. And that's why I'm very proud to be a, a board director and helping to influence change for both energy companies and tech companies to be at the Creative Destruction Lab amongst a few other things I do and mentoring startups and um, also to be a builder of ventures now and, and uh, well, and, you know, with the 51 ventures. Yes, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk unleashing about. Unleashing female capitalism and I think, I think uh, you know, if I talk about. Is that your ta- unleashing female capitalism? Is yeah. that the tagline? I like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's I got think, some fire to it. Yeah, it's got some fire and I think if we talk about what's working, um, Tons of great things are going on in the city, and, and um, I think a bit of it's hidden sometimes when we're just do it place. Um, one of the things I find is kind of neat is the statistic is Alberta is actually the place in Canada that has double the national average of uh, women founded companies. Oh, okay. 30, I've, I've heard of that 30% um, versus about half of that's norm in, in the rest of Canada. And and the other thing I'm really proud of too is I love stats like that. That's great. <laughs> um, if 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 I look around uh, just back to home here in Calgary again, um, our our power companies, uh, Atco, Transelta, Enmax, all led by women, mm-hmm. and um, power is obviously very much part of our future. Um, it's it's. I believe in an image energy mix that needs it all, but power we do is need a it. growing part. We do, we do need uh, it all. And, yes, and power right. comes, you know, from from natural gas and other sources from different places. Yeah, mm. um, and the like. Um, but um, yeah, very proud of that. And so it just seemed like the right time for us. Um, I'm very proud again. And this is your this bringing together collisions um, from uh, intentionally disrupting myself in the last year and a half. Came to know two very successful tech entrepreneurs. And uh, the three of us have founded um, founded uh, the Fifty One Ventures. Oh, that's the backstory. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And um, I was reading through the website last night. I was. I'm like, okay, there's this is great, but there's more to the story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and we've been really thrilled at the level of interest um, in Calgary. I mean, it's a just do it place. It's a just do it place with some very motivated women. 
um, and uh, more to come on 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 that. But uh, we're already investing. Um, and uh, so are people like so so people are listening right now. They're female entrepreneur. They've got an idea. Would they reach out to you guys directly? Go yeah. to your website. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go to, and you can just um, link to us right from there. And uh, we've got a growing group of uh, of women that have, uh, and we're also helping aspiring investors as well to learn. Um, how to get into the game. How to get into the game. Oh, so kind of a conduit for both sides. Yeah. So it's not just, you're not just sitting on the sidelines with a big big suitcase of money waiting to invest. You're really creating that bridge for people that want to invest as well as have ideas. Right. So it's, you know, ah, investment, okay. yep. community, and um, venture investment, education. So Involvement. Three things. Okay. Investment, community, education. And from that perspective, you're also there for mentoring, supporting, like to, to help these people. Because one thing, to give you to financial support, but it's the knowledge and it's the experience. Right. You've been there before. Yeah, spend, spend a lot of time mentoring. I'm very, very proud to do that. I mean, I think um, on other things going on in Calgary, um, you know, I take um, a lot of pride as well to see companies that succeed, succeed and some of them will sell it to large companies and still stay here. That's good. Solium, I mean, that's put us on the map in terms of yes. a local, right? Um, 21st century financial services company selling to Morgan Stanley for almost a billion dollars. That's a narwhal. We'll call those narwhals here. Yes. Yet, of course, south of the border. Um, <laughs> and, and and all good. And um, I haven't heard the narwhal term, but I get it. Yeah, that's the Canadian term. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. great. I did not know that. <laughs> Unicorn, that's the obvious one. No, narwhal. I we like got to put a Canadian spin yes, on you these do. things, eh? We're not, we're not the best at branding ourselves. You know, we got, I think that's great. <laughs> It's a, it's a narwhal. People um, look at you kind of cross-eyed a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, coming back as well to the world of continuous learning, there's some really cool stuff coming out of uh, Calgary there. You might have heard earlier this week that Calgary was awarded uh, $1.5 million um, from the Future Skills Center uh, um, that's based out of Ryerson. Um, okay. And federally I, I heard it, didn't yeah, know what it was. It's called EdgeUp. Okay. Um, and all about upscaling, particularly from a digital frame, um, and Calgary Economic Development. Um, in so, collaboration. One point. so where would where would that money get engaged? Like, how would that flow into the city? Mm. It, it it will be here through um, programs here. Okay. And I mean, we've got some great examples already of um, you know what uh, both private sector entities and a whole bunch of the post secondaries are doing. Okay. Um, and but in a private sector entity of all of you, I'll just you know point to that one for a moment and I say that because it came together just due to you know a number of business leaders saying here saying we need to do it and they're they're having great great results training and reskilling people um, with digital software skills okay and um, so I love these models where it just comes together because the business community and others in the community say let's go do it so let's see more of that you know in cooperation with with post-secondary institutions and and um and um, Calgary Economic Development and others. Are you seeing good synergy between, you know, academia, the business sector, uh, the, the government sectors? Like, are you seeing, are they playing well together? Because sometimes I see a lot of disparaging, like this group's over here doing one thing and then this group's doing something else and they're not coming together. What's your, what's your optics? Oh, yeah, Alberta is a great example for that. I mean, um, I'm a busy person, but I'm also on the Federal Future Skills Council. So okay. um, I was asked to so come So you're seeing it that. at both the national level and local. Yeah, so when I come here locally um, and, and we've, and I think what we've done here locally in Alberta is, is a really good model um, okay. because we have all the different players together from those different um, um, sectors you talk about. And, and it's not just viewed here as, oh, it's only the responsibility of education institutions or government. Like it's everybody, including employers especially, uh, role here to make sure that we're all as skilled as we can be 
to to be future. That's actually because I think that's the only way to truly make you can't be it can't be someone else's problem. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I shout out to to uh, there's there's leaders in town here that, especially from the tech sector, that have put a lot of time into this too. Okay. Don't be shy to name names. We're yeah. here. We're here to. Yeah. Cut. So I, I mean, I, I'll mention a number of names in, in all of this frame. Um, Brad Zumwalt, um, he's co-chaired efforts on that. Uh, of all views, had a lot of people involved with it, but. Derek Hunter, Greg Hart, uh, Jim Gibson, also. Uh, he's been I had, there, I had Jim on the show. Yeah. He was my first guest. It was yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So all those folks, I'm sure I'm forgetting people. And then, you know, all, all the post-secondaries, I mean, tons of time for, I'll just talk to the senior people, but there's lots of people involved. But Ed McCauley and what Elizabeth Cannon did before that in setting the stage and the, the mesh up between business and, and education. Uh, Laura Gogunter at Bowelli College, David Ross, Sate, Mount Royal. Um, I'm missing people, but but there's just so many cool things going on. Well, that's great when there's too many people you can't remember them all. If there was only three <laughs> and actually you could remember them, that wouldn't be. So but, from your perspective in terms of like, do you see it, wor- like I say, quote unquote, is it working in Calgary? You've made some very positive comments on yeah. how it is like a good example. It's a good role model. We're doing it well. Um, I, I think it's working. We are behind... Okay. Um, other major centers. Jim, I think Jim's quote was, oh, I think it was Jim, but we're 10 years, we're, we're 10 years behind on a 20 year plan. <laughs> we need to get started. I think it was one of his, he goes, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say it. Yeah, we are behind. Um, I'll hit a, a, a positive in a minute and then go back to that point. Right, well, let's, what, yeah, one but, of the things okay. I have heard from the guy who's CEO of Lighthouse Labs, which is another private sector driven um, entity to help skill soft, senior software developers and, and things okay. of that nature, um, is what he is impressed on is how quickly Calgary is catching up. Um, okay, we're behind, but we're getting it together. We're getting it together. Um, okay, that's positive. Okay. Which is positive. Yeah, I, I, I think like on the energy sector front, um, you know, in terms of you know, what I'd like to see work um, better to position us further, we're at least five years behind what's already gone on in the States. Okay. At least. Um, and and uh, I think... Catch, catching up's a lot different than leading. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I had the privilege, so this goes to a, a positive and what could be better, to your point of your question, uh, to give the keynote speech at the February inaugural Society of Petroleum Engineers um, two-day summit that they had on data analytics, how to how to how to use all the data around us to to make our, all this our energy that, all sector. this data that we have yeah. that we to, arguably already have right that's right yeah. to make our energy sector that much more efficient and safer environmentally um, um, strong etc. And uh, I entered into that room that morning and oh it was a somber room, um, and and um, but. Through the two days, and I hung around because I'm always loving to learn from what's going on at the grassroots level. Who's actually, yeah, who's doing the work? Who's what's doing happening? it? Who's teaching themselves online courses with Coursera on you know, tools like R and Python, you know, which are data science tools and the like, software tools. And the energy level in the room just kept ramping up and ramping up and ramping up. And well, a little bit of hope goes a long way. Yeah, it does. And, and um, you know, what they were able to share on all the experiments they've run and, and, and some of them, you know, more than just experiments, actually, you know, commercial and the like. Um, and the positive energy in that room uh, that they could see, you know, at least 10% improvement in bottom, you know, in business bottom line, um, leading back to my earlier points in our conversation. But the challenge was they felt 
and, and of course, in typical uh, 21st century digital fashion, a survey monkey was done, and immediately they had the results, and then used the analytical tools. We don't have to guess. To we can just it, right? crowdsource. It's perfect. It's perfect, right? And, and immediately <laughs> you had the feedback that they felt that only one third of them felt that the senior executive in their companies understood the potential, the business potential. Okay. And um, so, yeah, that's a gap. It's a gap, and I've. Sp- spoken with a couple of other great people, Institute of Corporate Directors, because we, we, we need the grassroots and all of this entrepreneurial stuff happening. And frankly, um, you know, when we talked earlier about transformation, again, I'm a big fan at building up from the grassroots. Mm-hmm. And then it what just What are we actually builds. doing every day and start tr- start trickling in new innovations, it, new ways of right, thinking things. Right, right. But it certainly First does these help. these wholesale changes. Right. Mm-hmm. It certainly does help when you've got a leadership from the top. And, and we need more of that in this city because there's so many things, and, um, and it's not just energy. Look at what agriculture has to focus to. Um, yeah, you can't just, yeah, you're right. This is, this is permeating every industry. It's not just energy. Right. The energy sector is easy to pick on right now, I think. But, 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 but every sector um, has change hitting it, um, you know, with all the, the global trade issues and things of that nature. And, and it's, but, but when you apply digital technologies, which is really about making yourself more productive and the like, um, that's within your control. Yes, it's hard because it changes the way people work and, um, and, and it can get more than a minute, um, but it's within your control. And so that's why I love to, to speak more about how important this is um, that leaders in this city, um, board of directors um, and executives are curious um, are keen to be reverse mentored by people at the ground, at the grassroots. And if I think back to, you know, when I came out of university in the mid-80s um, and, you know, programmed myself on, on Apple, first Apple computers and, um, and you know, after that we're using Excel and things like that. Well, you know, that was like kind of a first level data science. Yes. Very, very 1.0 kind of tool, right? Because right? that still was a change at the time from right. paper and, and doing and, Right. Yeah. And think about how the people, older people I was working up there going, eh, I don't trust what you're doing, right? That's no different, right? Uh, but it, it's important to... You're right. It's not new. It's just another version of it. You're totally <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. So we're now more maybe at, at, at uh, you know, 3.0, 4.0 of that model and artificial intelligence is But you're 4. still dealing 0. with that same change management right. model. Like how do you shift your brain to how, even think of things that you didn't even know were possible? Right. And how when it seemed like a black box um, to those that have got lots of experience um, to, to bring them along. And, and it's very so, easy to almost over, like to disregard the black box because if I don't understand it, it's not worth understanding. Right. These days, if it's, you don't understand it, that's when you need to lean in actually. Right. This whole point around lean in, continue to be curious regardless of what level you're at. Um, and, and You mean we don't, there's a certain point we don't know it all? Is that what you're saying? We have to keep learning <laughs> and I'm loving that part of what I've decided to do here. Is, and I think is, it's easy to get complacent and we've yeah. had the last few years in Alberta and obviously this downturn I, obviously it's been challenging for a lot of people, but it's also, it's kicked a lot of people in the butt, which I think that's the real win of this. Mm-hmm. And so I want to just tell a quick little story on, Please. on, 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 sorry, I'm going to jump back to what's, what's neat again, but, um, had the pleasure to have lunch with, uh, Marjorie Dingle, who's an 83 year old, amazing entrepreneur. Okay. I don't know if you haven't heard. I, I, you should. I, yeah. I think I, I picture Over, her. I think yeah, I've seen her at around. events. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, ne- she ne- she won one of the recent, recent uh, a little while ago, top 70 of 70. Yes, but that's, she, that, that's, she where, runs, that's where I saw her. She yeah. runs a data center company, you know, and. and, and that's amazing. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to her. <laughs> and, and so this is a 21st century kind of company with Fortune 500 customers based here in Calgary, run um, by someone who keeps invent, reinventing herself. Which is, I just love it. And I think part of her magical formula to our point around collisions. <laughs> so inspiring. Is, is, is that when you combine the, the um, 
experience and the wisdom of how do you build businesses successfully and uh, with with the younger generation as she does there as well we've got the energy she's got people from all over the world that work with her and she has a small team um and they're digitally and they're open-minded and whatever god amazing things happen again the power of collisions at 83 at 83 um so the rest of us have no excuses (laughs) Exactly. Zero, zero. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I think you know more back to what's not working as as much as I would like in Calgary. Um, I think we've been having a conversation around how much is so still hidden here, okay. around the great things that are going on. How do you mean? Just like yeah, not getting the stories out there. Yeah, yeah. And and so I just love what you're when doing you hear here. positive stories, you get inspired. Like it can exactly. be because it, it's energy. It builds on itself. Exactly. But exactly. When you think nothing's going on, and you keep your head in the sand. Yeah. And guess what? Nothing's yeah. going on in your world. And I think one of the most important people group of people that that need to have a feeling of that neat things are going on is our younger generation. Yes. Um, and well, I, what opportunities do I have? Should I yeah. stay? Should I go? What exactly. should I focus on? Absolutely. Exactly. And, you know, and I give a shout out to, to Derek Hunter a little while back here and his family. Of course, they got the Hunter Hub Entrepreneurial yes. um, yeah, uh, going at UFC. But he was just chatting to some, some, some new grads and with, a, you know, digital training and they're going, I think they're saying, it's too bad. We love living here. We're going to have to move away. You I mean, you're kidding. Like we've actually got couple thousand I think jobs or whatever in Calgary that are not filled yeah like um, 2,500 jobs yeah, I believe yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and and so there's, it, what we're, what we're what's necessary here is more and more work on almost rewiring the networks in our city like this collision point to get it all connected to together. get it connected so that our younger generation sees that ah there are opportunities for them here, them here that are pretty cool with startups, with experienced companies. You know, I do a shout out to to the the larger some of the larger enterprises in this city that are doing some really neat things and leading, and they are leading from the top, as well as the grassroots roots. Um, you know, Suncor, Nutrient, WestJet, many, many more mm-hmm. that that understand. What we it do takes have some great companies here as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly, that, that understand what it takes to you know takes to be built, built, built to, last. to last. Yeah, and future proof themselves. But you're not going to do that without a fresh generation of new ideas, new thinking, and, and new energy coming in. Ex- exactly. So it's absolutely essential to... to yeah, as you move down your path, some, there needs to be some backfilling. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and at all levels to, to be curious. And to my earlier point around, be reverse mentored. Um, yes, take, taking a page, uh, a page from Cal- Creative Destruction Lab. There's amazing business leaders there and experts and stuff. Um, we learn just as much. Yeah, well, that's the fun From thing about mentoring, the startups, isn't it? Yes. right? And 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 so it's a two-way street, and um, I, you know, I can't say enough about the importance of all of us seeking out those opportunities. And it's it can be uncomfortable, but we have to keep learning. I often find when it's uncomfortable, you know, you're in the right place. Yeah, exactly. That's it. If this is easy and I'm coasting, yeah. I'm not in the right room. I yeah. need to I need to be sweating. A little, I need a little sweat a little bit off my brow. Exactly. So when it comes to like from a global perspective, you know, obviously you've probably spent time. Down, you sit down in California. Is there specific like where would I go? I'm an executive. I'm listening to this. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I haven't really put myself out there. Where should I start looking? Internationally, is it just as close as going across the border? Where do I need to go? Kind of like jump. What deep end of the pool should I jump into to get that those different perspectives from? technology or what what's possible uh yeah i think that it starts with even just now we have some things at home that we wouldn't have had a couple of years ago yes that's true so again i'll come back to creative destruction lab um there um it's a pretty busy room and and there's a lot of people that want to get into that room but there's the potential to come as a guest okay and watch it okay i was was like how do you get involved because yeah it sounds a little bit like it sounds very interesting but does it still feel a little exclusive
exclusive. It feels like it's a very unique right. and a very yeah. small group. A- Alice Reimer um, is the, the lead of Creative Destruction Lab. Rocky's here. You can check her out. She actually is also one of my co-founders in the 51, oh, nice. along with Shelly Quippers. Um, and, um, and uh, you know, uh, there is Rainforest Platform, uh, you know, growing presence here on the east side. Um there are a lot of places that you can tie in. Uh, come to Calgary Economic Development, um, report to them community events in, throughout, uh, in the fall and, and throughout the year. Just get yourself involved. Yeah, just just get yourself involved. Um, there, there are, and, and you know, I do um, a shout out as well to to folks like some new things that are setting up. Um, you've got an emphasis on. Um, meshing together energy sectors or existing sectors with newer sectors in in the recently uh, launched business council of alberta okay calgary um, chamber as well um you know everybody is recognizing the importance of our businesses uh, being built for the 21st century and just get involved to get i know it's incredibly busy and especially if you're running a large corporation you know you get to focus quarter to quarter on results but um, taking some time now and then to get out there and, and see what's going on outside. I think well, it's, it's, people it's will the, find it worthwhile. It's the classic, are you working in it or are you working on it? Yeah. And I think as leaders, you get sucked into your business. Like It, it, will, yeah. it, will, it will do its best to eat up the majority of your, your mind space. I'm not even going to say time. I'm going to say yeah. mind space. Because you absolutely. can always find more time, but sometimes yeah. you're full. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's amazing how much more energy you have when you go get exposed to those things, come back to your business, and all of a sudden you get that privilege of looking at it slightly differently. It's a magical, it's a magical moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, but it can be, and you can get hope. Yes, yes. You, <laughs> so I, years ago, I had a coach, and he was an ex-military leader, and he said to me, he "said Tyler, what's your number one role as a leader?" And I'm like, "Oh, big trick question." And he's like, "It's hope, Tyler. Yeah. If you're not inducing hope in the people yeah. you work with, forget exactly. about all the rest." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, from your, what gives you hope in Calgary? And you've said on a few things. I'm being pointed about it now, but we're moving in a good direction. There's a lot of things going on. You are incredibly positive and kind of bullish on where things are going. I can sense it. Even when you say negative, you pivot it right back into positive. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, you know, what are the indicators or what do you look for to say we're on the right path? We're, hey, you know what? I looked at my, my dashboard. We're doing some of the right things. What's out there for you? Uh, we can all look at the numbers, you know, and, 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 and look for there to be... Uh, more jobs created and the unemployment stats start yeah. to go in a different direction. Um, you know, we see that you know, all our, our work um, tower vacancy, they're kind of reinvented like the Edison and yes. amazing new things going on there. Um, I think I, I take it right really back to the simple stuff. Like when you're on the street, you overhear people, more and more people talking about exciting things going on here. Mm. And I appreciate the soft side of the numbers too. Like, yeah. you're right. There's vacancy rates and things like that. But what's the but, vibe? But, but you know, in, in coffee shops, I just love to just I go in there sometimes just because um, you, you really get a pulse on things mm-hmm. and you sort of listen. And you go, "What's your little mini focus group? It's your real time." Yeah, focus. yeah exactly, absolutely. exactly. Yeah. And I'm hearing more and more of what goes on there. Maybe it's because you know, in, in a lot of the startups and whatever, they aren't necessarily got some big <laughs> offices, or whatever. That is their they office, do business, right? Yeah. But 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 I think it's that's it okay, permeates absolutely. It, yeah. it, absolutely, and there's a lot of great. Um, 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 places to, to co-working spaces and stuff now too. As, as That's an amazing phenomenon what's it, happening it in Calgary and it I think is. it's a direct byproduct of, of this available office space. Yeah. So what's the negative that turned into a positive? Exactly. I think co-working is a really good example of that. Mm. Yeah, and I think... Because um, it's all about collisions. <laughs> it's all about collisions and and yeah, I'm definitely come always from the mindset of challenges bring opportunities. And and yes, I think the mother of all necessity, the mother of all exactly. Yeah. And I think coming back to other indicators again, just really on the kind of simple side, just as you're walking around, do you see more smiles than grim faces? 
Um, and and I think the other thing that's really close, you know, to to what I care about is our younger generation, say under age 35. Are we attracting and retaining more of that generation than having them leave? Well, when you hear stories like, oh, this is too bad, we're going to have to move away, that's a negative indicator. Mm. Right, right. Let alone net new migration of coming in. And that's what gives energy and brings in people with different perspectives, to your point. Mm. Right. So that's something I'm watching carefully and take every opportunity. Because net new migration used to be a huge indicator in Calgary, and it was always a positive influx. I know the last couple of years, that's leveled out. And we have younger demographics than most of the nation. So that's something I really look at. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that's 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 and it's very tangible. Mm-hmm. What about the, the what about the female side of it? Is there some numbers around more female involvement in startups, entrepreneurs? Because I, I know that's something that's close yeah, to your heart. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So I'll get super tangible here. Yeah, um, let's make it real. So I'm really proud that we we have in Alberta, as I mentioned earlier, 30 percent um, of female founded of the companies being female founded. Key thing though is scaling up these companies. Okay. And so that they ter- they grow and they have even more impact and create jobs and, and, and the like and, and have a big role in the economy. And so one of the, the big things that we really look at from the 51 is, is a, a goal of seeing 30% year-over-year increase in, okay. in money being invested in female Very specifically companies. targeted female-run organizations. Yeah, and I'm... Uh, and for I many... Uh, yeah. Don't... I'm, I'm, a, I'm all about... Um, the wonderful uh, um, mix and collisions of people from all different walks in life. So 50% men, 50% uh, women, perfect, right? Yes. I'm not talking about these being only women entities, I, right? I, I, yes, uh, I, was, because, I read through your site. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't take it that so way. It's, so it's absolutely uh, there, we the have mix a, of it. But we have a feel there's a deficit, so we need to bring that up. But it's right. not to bring the other one down. It's no. just it's to raise the whole. It's yeah. To, yeah, together. I absolutely. Agree, yeah, I and I, I think just, just to build a bigger point on, on diversity... Um, strong believer that when you reach at least 30% um, of groups, uh, of, of people of a certain background in a group, then they have a very fulsome voice. And, and more, more impact on the More income. impact, yeah. Okay. Well, and yeah, no matter what that group, no matter Whatever what the that group dy- is. dynamic is, yeah. 30% number. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, less than that, it's too easy to be kind of bowled over. But 30%, it's got some weight behind it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's interesting way to look at it. Cool. So from a soft side, so individuals, you know, Couple of, very tangible in your advice. Get out there and get your head up, and 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 get uncomfortable, and go learn things that you don't like. Whatever you think you're the expert in, go go the other direction because you're already the expert in that. <laughs> go to somewhere else and bring that to them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know a mindset that challenge brings opportunity. It's all about the mindset. Um, you know, I strongly say as much as we all might like to, and let's go right back to my parents' generation. We can't turn the clock back. Uh, the, the, the classic, oh, the, remember the good old days? No. Yeah, we, we can't. And yeah. and and so um, it's a reality. Um, the pace of change is probably increasing. Um, like you. Ooh, yeah, right you at know? this moment, this is the slow it's ever going to be because tomorrow it's going to be faster. Yeah, and so so just realizing I'm, as uncomfortable it is, it is that that is the norm. Um, and I'll, I'll just put a quick side point to um, I I like... Ariana Huffington's um, focus on sleep. And I think when people don't get enough sleep, it's really, um, it's a lot harder for, for challenges to be anything more than 
roadblocks you just can't get over. Then overwhelming because you're not you're you're not fully equipped to deal with the situation. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm a, I used to be a non-sleeper. Read a whole bunch about it. Said this is ridiculous. Actually, what am I doing to myself? So I'm fully like, yeah, you and I are on the same page with the the value of sleep as as the biggest form of fitness you and, and mental acuity of access. Yeah, exercise and everything is important too. But all those things and, and all that without sleep, it all it everybody's got their own um, magic and what they need to do to deal with change. <laughs> but figure that out. out. Um, and I, and people from all walks of life, we, you know, lots of challenges and the like, but find those few little things that make you feel better so you can handle the change. Uh, if it's time away by yourself for a little bit, just figure out some way. Whatever your, whatever whatever your, whatever your, whatever your, whatever your secret is. sauce is. Because there is, change fatigue is a real thing. <laughs> it, it is, um, but we have to, as people, just deal with it. Um, it's key. And I think just coming back to our whole conversation here on collisions in terms of a second point here on Words of Wisdom, um, from the ultimate wisdom master, Einstein. Um, you know, he has a quote, and he has many, many quotes. But yes, he's very quotable. Yeah, he's very quotable, but problems cannot be solved with the same mindset that created them. That's a good one. Yeah, so the power of collisions, the power of being curious, the power of, of to our point of reverse mentoring, admitting you don't know it all, but being curious to learn from others, because you never know what neat things you can create. No, you don't. You literally don't know what you don't know, and that's yeah. such a gap. And and you know, coming back to myself, I'm so proud of some of the neat ventures that have come together that I couldn't have predicted were going to come together. Evoke innovations. I couldn't you have predicted because you it. couldn't have created those with the mindset you had before. Yeah. To, to, well, no, to, and, to and evoke innovations that came together again. Just meeting somebody and and drawing it up over drinks and and uh, to have now an entity you know run by Marty Reed that that is uh, very influential and helpful at Creative Destruction Lab, uh, you know, the fund manager for the Energen Fund that that Faleski uh, and, and Jim Gray pulled together and mm-hmm. others, um, you know, having a, a really positive impact. Um, he's based in Vancouver, but here a lot. I mean, you just never know what can, you can create and, and how that helps move things forward. And every single thing you mentioned, there's a relationship at the base of it. You know, nothing yeah. much in life happens without a relationship. And in business, it's a non-starter if you don't have a relationship. Yeah. Because that's where Absolutely. the trust starts. Yeah. The trust to even say you don't know. Yeah. And the trust to be open to like, hey, you know what? That's a good yeah. perspective. I'm going to go away and spin yeah. it. And little those little sources of inspiration can come from anywhere. But you've got to put yourself out there and be yeah. open to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not be shut down and like, oh, you know. Once you think you already know everything, that's a scary, that's a scary day. And I think that also the motivation, that da- the downturn that we've been through, it was easy to sit back and there was no impetus to change. If you didn't already have that, if you weren't already kind of bent that way, like you said, this does come back to the individual. Mm-hmm. But when all of a sudden, when the asteroid or the left hook or whatever comes out of nowhere and catches you off guard and you wake up, you know, I, I was watching a, a UFC match and they said to the fighters, when did you know when you're in trouble? He's like, when I woke up because <laughs> he yeah. just got knocked out cold. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of value in that statement. <laughs> when did you know things were going when I woke up and I was staring at the ceiling? <laughs> you know, so I think that that's happened. We've had that left hook. We've maybe had a couple in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. But forcing us to, you know, and, you know, I think it was Ray DePaul I talked to from Mount Royal, and he yes. said, you know, most of the people he talks to at 20 years old said, you're probably going to change your career six to seven yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a 45-year-old engineer who's, who, like, went to school to be working in oil and gas, and all of a sudden, that wasn't the promise that I signed up for. <laughs> like, I was going to do this job and work in this world the same way, but all of a sudden, this left hook came out, and once we get over that, that's when change can start to happen. I like what you said about that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard a term recently. I think it was... The disabled elite. So those that are incredibly, oh wow, that's incredibly powerful. trained. Um, maybe that's a really, great. That's a great statement. I, it might have been Jim Gibson that said it, or, or 
or Greg Hearn, I can't remember, it's not mine. Um, but but, but the incredibly trained in a very specific area, and it's difficult for them to pivot now. And disabled. And, and Those are two powerful words to put together. Yeah, very powerful, again. And, um, you know, as it comes to, to those that come from all kinds of walks of life, though, I mean, I want to do a special shout-out to Momentum. Okay. And uh, are you familiar with Momentum? From the outside. From the outside. I mean, I think really neat. Change-making organization. It's a bridge to those that are most vulnerable. Um, you know, pro- you know, probably some street smarts, but, but you know, immigrants, who, who's behind, indigenous. What, who's behind Momentum? Um, you know, the guy who runs it's Jeff Loomis. Great guy. A whole bunch of city leaders here. Um, community okay. leaders, business leaders help yep. fund it. Okay. Um, okay, so it but, is the money comes from the city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah no, I mean, when I say the city, I mean um, individuals. Uh, okay. okay, okay. So thank you. For, Again, thank Calgary. You, thank you for clarifying. Remember, okay. Calgary, incredibly enterprising place here, incredibly community minded. Yes. Right? We help each other. It and is the biggest small town I've ever lived in. Yeah. It's part of what I love about yeah, it. Exactly. I grew up in a 600-person small town, then ended up Montreal, Toronto. <laughs> then I moved to Calgary. It's like I've got all the big city perks, but I've still got the I know my neighbor. Yeah. And it's a great vibe. <laughs> exactly. And here's an example of, of community in action and um, you know, teaching financial literacy, communication skills, helping people build self-confidence and, and build little businesses. So you know, what I'm talking about today is at all levels of, of what goes on in Calgary. This isn't just for big company stuff or super highly educated people. I think that's it's really good to clarify. Levels. Absolutely. And you, yeah, you look at Calgary being a very entrepreneurial um, based city, but that doesn't that doesn't mean multi million dollar organizations. It's small businesses. Yeah. Which is the backbone when you go up yeah. and down 17th Ave and you go all around the city and the amount of exactly. small businesses that are one offs or maybe two locations. Calgary's so good for that. And I think that that is absolutely the foundation. And getting yourself out there at that level, it's easy to look at this as a big company issue. And it's, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's, for, it's for all of us. So, any, fun, any closing words of advice or anything that uh, you want to light the fire? It's Stampede Week. It's, uh, <laughs> we can be bold with our <laughs> shout outs. Any, any last words of wisdom or, or, or advice or guidance that you'd like to put out there, even from your own journey? Uh, I think a frame of it's possible. Again, coming back to Stampede, the grandstand show last night. Don't don't be afraid to be a trailblazer. Mm. Um, oh, anything the, the, is, nice tie in on the theme for the show. Anything is possible. Um, and I think just having that mindset, seeing the challenges as opportunities, um, I think that makes all the difference, and it fits so well with the DNA of what Calgary is. An yes. enterprising, yes. community-minded city. We can make and have made amazing things happen here. It's just like getting that little glimpse of what's possible, and it's amazing how it can light that fire underneath. Ah, that's good advice. If anyone from the audience wants to reach out for, to you and connect with you, whether it's through the physical, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, and uh, at Ju- Judy Fairborn, is that, the, is that your? It's uh, at Judy... Fairbank. I'll put I'll put it on the I'll yeah, put it on the website. Put it on, website. Put yeah, it on the spot. I, never have to I don't have it. to check my own Twitter. I don't know the address. <laughs> also, the um, fifty one. I went to the website last right. night. It's very crystal clear on who you are and what you stand for. It's a great site that way. So Thank I you. encourage I encourage men, women, everybody to go check that out. That's great. Because if you're a man, you might know a woman in your life. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly where she needs to go. Exactly. And then uh, my own uh, website, JudyFairbrook.com. Fantastic. Judy, it was great having you on. I really appreciate your perspectives, and uh, I have a feeling we'll cross paths again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Thanks you. a ton. <laughs>